When we talk about this aspect of dealing with trauma bond in a toxic relationship, what's actually happening and what's going on is this thought process of being almost like an addict to the toxic person, almost like you're in an addiction of being with a narcissist, a toxic person that keeps you coming back to them over and over and over again. And until you actually get free from it, until you actually move forward in that thought process, a lot of times people stay stuck. People stay stuck for a long period of time. And so getting out of a trauma bond, getting away from it, when you first talk about it, it comes down to hope and potential, probably the trauma bond, intermittent reinforcement, and then cognitive dissonance. All of these things come together to be this toxic piece that holds you almost like an addict to the toxic person. And so it's not enough just to get out of the relationship. So just going no contact is a helpful step, but it's not always going to fix it. So just getting out of the relationship isn't going to fix it. Um, it's just having time, like time heals all wounds. Like that's a bunch of BS, like especially when you're with a toxic environment. So just time, just no contact, um, just all the knowledge. Like sometimes I'll talk to people and they'll have all the knowledge about narcissism, but they're still not healed. They're still not moving forward in the direction they want to move. So all those pieces make of the trauma bond and then all those pieces don't actually get you free until we actually work on changing the mindset, change the thought process. So where are you guys at now? What questions do you guys have now? We're kind of just opening up the floor just from Q&A time for a couple minutes here because I want to be able to just provide just like a sounding board of like, hey, this is what's going on. This is what's happening. Trauma bond explains everything my entire life. Both my parents are narcissists. My mom enabled yeah, no, a lot of times you'll see the trauma that happens early on where you get exposed to toxicity and then it just happens relationship after relationship after relationship moving forward. My narcissistic husband is hiding behind ADHD self-diagnosis. Is that a common thing? It actually is way more common than what people talk about. We haven't actually brought that up enough, but a lot of times the narcissist will hide behind ADHD, behind bipolar, even sometimes behind borderline, even just, I'm just an alcoholic. They'll try to do anything but actually deal with the actual problem. The actual problem is too difficult. So it's like, let me run away from it. I've been married to one for 42 years. I don't think I'll be free. That's your choice. Like part of it is becoming aware. And then part of it is like, okay, what do we actually do to get you free? It comes down to your mindset and also comes down to where you're at. Like being able to move away from a toxic person seems like it'll be impossible. It's not. But what the limiting belief, the limiting thoughts that keep you stuck for a longest period of time until you change those, you always go back. You always stay stuck. How do you stop the cycle? I'm afraid to date. So part of it is understanding who you are. Part of it is developing healthy boundaries. Part of it is helping you rewire the story you believe. Otherwise, that cycle will keep continuing. So we've got a lot of people that have broken the cycle going through a 45-day clarity challenge of like, hey, this actually got me free, but also keeps them free because they're taught a foundational formula of helping to understand how to rewire the story that they believe and how to identify and work through those triggers. He cheated, lied, manipulated, love bomb, discarded. He also has PTSD. Are they similar? Um, they can be similar sometimes in how they respond, but not 100%. Like a narcissist is a narcissist. They might have PTSD, um, but doesn't necessarily mean it's just that. Like a lot of that sounds familiar to narcissism as a whole. If he sees me, he looks like through me or acts like I never existed. Why? Uh, it's probably a control piece of he keeps you subservient to him, but you're trying to get his attention or actually be seen. And he's not going to do that. What if I'm the one being accused of being a narcissist? I don't want to continue being that way. I've learned about childhood trauma. Now is having me act unconsciously. So the big step is then what are you doing about it? How are you actually growing and developing yourself? Because if you can see it, if you can identify it, then the next thought is like, what are you going to do about it? Like if someone's calling you a narcissist, then 
time to get help, time to work through it. Why did my ex destroy any chance I had to be financially free so that you would be dependent on them or so that they would just stick it to you and still be like, oh, I'm better than you because I'm free and you're not. Uh, so hard when kids are involved too. It took me a long time to realize it wasn't just about his alcoholism. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, there's a lot of other pieces that happen. You can't get to any narcissism while you're dealing with alcoholism or while you're dealing with drug use. Hello from Germany. I'm working on not getting uh, him any attention. I took the first step, made an appointment with a therapist on Wednesday, next week getting ready to divorce him. Okay. It's going to be a battle. And I have you understand as you step into the divorce world, like it might feel like it gets worse. That's because healing is hard. It's not easy. And as you go through the healing process, it's going to be difficult, but know that there is healing. There is a better future on the other side. Okay. Uh, how do you know it's the final discard? Do they always come back? They always come back. The final discard is when you make sure they don't actually come back. They don't have access to you. Why is my narcissist ex all of a sudden being nice to me? Probably because they've noticed a change, a shift in the relationship, or you've told them that you're done. And so as a result, they're going to be nice to you so they don't actually lose you and still control and keep their talons in you. My narcissistic husband is about to become a non, become nonviolent communication coach. <laughs> no, that's funny. Um, getting silent treatment after I gently called my co-parent out for not helping financially. Yeah. Like they're going to try to abuse you so that you come back and apologize for something that they did. Thank you so much for your video. You saved my life. That's awesome. I'm glad to be able to hear that. It's been a help. Some people also project and they call other narcissists because they fear they're a narcissist. Yes. A lot of times nurses will put it on other people, like say that you're a narcissist when you call them out. Uh, when you start identifying toxic behaviors, they'll try to put it on someone else. Trying to heal, only think about the good times he gave me, then I felt good. I forgot the red flags. You have to go back and you have to look at the bad times. You have to look at the good times and you have to see what's on either side of them. So you had this good time. You had this really great moment. It was a moment. That's it. But then you have to see what's on the other side. Like how did he, uh, a lot, an illustration I like to use is you had a really great date, right? But then how did he devalue you and what you're wearing before you even went on the date? How did he scream and yell at you while you're driving home in the car? Those are the pieces you have to just like like level out of like wait a second it wasn't all you know rainbows and butterflies it wasn't like the greatest thing ever you know but it, otherwise your mind won't play tricks on you are you still going to therapy yes two and a half years and counting 39 i tried to get out of this hell house and disabled and filed papers for housing and recently i lost the rest of it uh, I'm scared how he's going to react to me filing for divorce. I know it's hard, but I have to do it. So you might have to move. You might have to move. You might have to get to a safe place to make sure you're safe. Uh, our nurse is nice sometimes. Yes, they are nice sometimes. He was affectionate and loving until the discard. Then he ghosted with and will breadcrumb me every four to five days. So that's what we need to block. Otherwise, he's going to keep you hanging on, just thinking like, wait a second. Maybe this is going to work. Got ghosted after he promised me he would prove that he would be the man I need. Well, he proved that wrong, didn't he? Like, he's not the man you need. That's why the majority of narcissists, like, are not willing to actually step up and be the man. That's just it. They'd rather be liars. They'd rather hide from it. They'd rather hide from the guilt and the shame and the things that's going on than they would actually step up and be the man. Do you feel it helps you in your marriage? Thousand percent that therapy has helped. Two and a half years, like, the transformation that has been going on and still going on wouldn't be that without it wouldn't be that without wake up warrior and like getting to the truth and uncovering like the lies that I was believing about myself and the work that I do every single day in that regard after divorce do they ever make peace for the sake of parenting children uh typically no never like at that point they still want to control they still want to mess with you 
How do I never go back? I keep going back. You have to change the story that you believe. And it sounds like you're stuck in the trauma bond. That's why I caution you to jump into uh, the Clarity Challenge that we have. Uh, ClarityChallenge.net or you can go to rawmotivations.com because like a piece of that is until we actually change the thought process, the mindset, you're always going to be wired to go back to that toxic person.